You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everybody, welcome to WebCology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is Thursday, June 11th, and um, hey, Evan Fishkin, I recruited you for Spymaster first, dude. I know you're listening, and um, I want you to be like one of my Spymaster downlines. I don't want to be in your Spymaster downline because like, I don't think I get anything for it, right? But like, if you're in my Spymaster downline, then I get everything, so that's the way it should be, right, bro? Cool. Um, okay, now that, that, that that's said, hey, Dave, how you doing? I am doing fantastic. Maybe not as good as you because you're uh, right near the uh, end of uh, what I can only imagine was a fantastic uh, conference. Am I right? Oh, it was. It was. Oh, right, I yeah, right, I yeah, right. It was. You are right. SES Toronto, Searching the Strategies Toronto, 2009, um, fun show. It's always good to the, you know. This is Canada. This is the largest show in Canada. And it's the, uh, it's the hometown show. So. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a great deal of fun. Um, it's always good hosting uh, hosting our uh, American cousins and our, our colleagues uh, up here in Toronto. Um, got a lot of highlights to talk about from the show. And towards the end of uh, towards the end of Web College, of uh, this episode of Webcology, we're going to be playing interviews from with uh, Dr. Amanda Watlington and with uh, Jeff Quip, both of whom were on the Search Then and Now session. You know, you know how I would sum up. The tone of this year's search engine strategies, Toronto. How would that? How would that? Well, like you know, you know how every show that you go to, every conference you go to, has its own personality, its own, uh, well, I guess, uh, topic or theme that just seems to come out during the show. Yeah. This one was the "Everything Old Is New Again" show. And you know, when you think about the way that search engine optimization um, and and web marketing have gone over the last six months, that kind of makes sense. 
we see Google trying to move, trying to not necessarily move away from a link-based algorithm, but seriously devalue the the obsession some SEOs have with links. That mm-hmm. makes on-page content more important than the you know more important or as important than links. And I'm not, I don't I don't want to go out on a limb and give a hierarchy of importance to uh, various facets of of an SEO SEO's job, but Content was king at this conference. You know what? And we had the exact same tone over in uh, Seattle on on that on that one point. So uh, that seems to be just a general trend in the industry that we're seeing, be it advanced uh, or Canadian shows. So yeah, nice to see some consistency. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? It's nice to see some consensus amongst uh, amongst the thought leaders in the industry. Um, everyone, it's not like everyone's parroting the same line. Everyone's got a slightly different line on the importance of this or the importance of that. Or, um, but we're in the industry itself, in the SEO industry, we seem to be moving away from just going out and doing everything we can to grab links. And it's it's about developing good content, good material for our website visitors. And I think you know when you when you think about what the web was supposed to be. 15, 16, 20 years ago, it was about the user experience. And as SEOs, I mean, like uh, we're, 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 we're search engine professionals. We, you know, we have, we have uh, three audiences. One is obviously our clients. They're the ones paying the bills. The other is obviously search spiders. They're the ones doing the, doing the indexing. But most importantly, the audience is the user themselves, the, 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 the users out there, because we are affecting the way information flows. We have to be thinking strongly about those receiving the information. What, what a bizarre idea. So you're saying that perhaps as SEOs we should actually concern ourselves with content and time on site and providing a, a valuable experience to the, to the visitors? Is this, not, is, this, is this what you're saying? Well, absolutely. And, you know, as, as, as a, a way to phrase it, just to, you know, give it a, a quick one-sentence phrase, it's no longer the, the value of a link. It's now the way a link is valued. And that value is being assigned by the user. So what does the user do once they click on a link? Very good. Uh, I'm sorry, I just got, I just got a, a direct, mess, a direct twit, uh, Twitter from uh, Evan Fishkin. Am I in your aspiring, or are we aspiring together? I think we're in aspiring together, Evan. And when we see each other next week at affiliate affiliate convention in uh, in Denver, we can we can uh, we can we can do a drop and we can talk about our master plans to dominate the world. You know, I, I'm going to take this as a slight aside, and I, I definitely want to get back to SES Toronto, but. Uh, from the looks of things, and, and from an article that I just read on Web Pro News this morning, you, you may not be able to Twitter back and forth that information, however. Uh, and I'm just going to use that as a temporary segue, uh, because the Twitter apocalypse uh, is upon us. Twitter <laughs> uh, apocalypse? Whales falling from the sky. Pardon me? Whales falling from the sky, splatting all around us. <laughs> Um, yeah, for our listeners who don't know, there's a, an article at Webper News right on their homepage, so, so give it a visit. Um, but where each, each tweet is, given, is assigned a number, that number is getting bigger and bigger. We're about to cross that threshold where Twitter will still function, but a lot of third-party tools 
um, are going to start heading into the negatives, meaning basically uh, a lot of them, the, the theory is that, that it, it, they will cease to work, or, or the, the idea is that they, will, they may potentially cease to work. Um, the irony being here, a lot of people are tweeting about this, including one uh, that was this tweet is contributing to the twit apocalypse. Um, so the, the more we cross, as soon as we cross, theoretically, uh, a little over $2 billion, um, it's going to start heading into the negative third-party tools wouldn't work. They're estimating this to happen uh, on the 14th at about uh, at about 710 uh, GMT. So, uh, you know, at the same time, you know, they, they note this. Twitter will still work. Third-party tools may not. But, of course, with this warning out there, I imagine third-party tools will, will get on this pretty, pretty fast. Hopefully my iPhone app will. and. Um, so- you know, you it, may, it'll be repaired. You but, may wake up to a Monday morning without Twitter. Well, I mean, the first thing here Twitter? to me that I'm looking at is, did we not? And they're calling it the Y2K of this year. The interesting thing I find is, was that not? Like, did we not learn from this a decade ago? <laughs> and go, we can't build things with a number that works like this. Really, <laughs> we we can't build a system that's reliant on a on a on an end number because basically you have to assume it's not going to become very popular if you want to build a system like that. So um, you, you'd think we'd have learned this, but apparently uh, apparently we haven't. Anyways, there, there's more detail over at Web Pro News. You know, any of our listeners who are, who are using Twitter third-party tools, go give it a read. I'm sure that's like 90% of you are now heading over to Web Pro News. Um, but back to SES Toronto, I just want to go off on that little little tangent because it seemed to tie in. What is what is going on over there? Like, What are some of the, the great takeaways? What are some of the things that those of us that weren't able to go what did we really miss over there? Well, number one, you missed getting a slightly better understanding of a fluctuating marketplace. Um, and as, 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 as you must know, Dave, um, the, the Canadian shows are often a little bit more basic than the American shows, it's infinitely more basic than the one you were at last week, SMX Advanced. And the reason for that is Canadian corporations have been very slow to adopt search marketing and the search marketing philosophies. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that, from one being Canada, sort of like a branch plant economy. Uh, the other ca- Canadian companies tend to be a lot more conservative than um, than our American cousins are. Um, and while we may have a more stable foundation for the economy, you know the whole risk-reward thing, eh? Don't take risk, exactly. don't get reward. Well, I, 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 I think we see that in Canada as our companies, um, our, our very large corporations, continue to fall behind. Case in point, the people supplying my internet, the, my internet service provider, Rogers Communications, enormous company. By American standards, they would be an enormous company. And these guys just don't get it. Um, they don't understand search marketing. They don't understand the value of, uh, of, of, of web appliances. You, you can see this reflected in the data plans that are offered across Canada and, and in your region of the world as well. In your, your part of Canada, too, we have just the crappiest data plans. We're, not going, we're, we're falling way behind in mobile. Um, and so I think one of the greatest takeaways was a little bit of frustration that Canadian Canadian marketers feel with our own domestic market. But you know what? Well, indeed, take away from every SES Toronto, hasn't it? <laughs> well, and it's an interesting you note that because I think some of the the corporations are behind the innovation of SEOs. Because I mean, as you know, and not to sort of 
toot our own horns personally, but there's some very, very good talent uh, up here in Canada on the SEO and Internet marketing side. Uh, but, of course, now we all have to market south of the border and, and over into the U.K., market our own services uh, because the Canadian market just hasn't, as you note, the Canadian market, the Canadian corporations haven't caught up. I, I, I feel your pain. My, my cell phone plan, my, my iPhone, is on Rogers as well. And you're right, the, the plans are just horrendous, and they themselves uh, haven't built their site to, to market themselves properly. So, No, it's, it's, it's very frustrating. But you know what? Speaking of Canadian companies that have to venture into the, into the U.S. market, um, I had a, a kind of fun experience I, I want to share with you, Dave. I, 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 you might enjoy this story kind of intimately. Um, so I opened my goodie bag. Uh, Monday morning, I get to, get to the uh, Sheridan Center where the Search and Strategies Toronto Conference was held. And I opened my goodie bag, and I pull out SES magazine because I want to you know, check out the schedule and line up my interviews and all that. And the cover. Big green field, a sign reading, USA, customers, 300 million. And the headline is, Venture into the U.S. market. Is crossing the border the right move for your Canadian company? And I just sit and I look at the cover and I go, okay, you know what? There's no way. Um, this, is, this, is, this, this, this is bizarre. I can't, I can't believe I'm seeing this headline because what do you think Canadian, successful Canadian companies do? We market to the Americans because, uh, you know, for the same reason that, uh, that John Dillinger used to rob banks. You know why John Dillinger used to rob banks, Dave? What he, his why own quote, that? what he said? Because that's where the money is. Exactly. I love that <laughs> quote. Why do you rob banks, Mr. Dillinger? Because that's where they keep the money. Well, similarly, why do Canadian uh, companies market to the United States? Because that's, that's where they, where they keep, keep the, the money. <laughs> So I look at this and I'm like, oh my God, we're going to have so much fun. I can't wait to get on the, on the radio with Dave and talk about this article because we're going to have so much fun. And so I opened it up and I'm like, okay, I've got to find out who wrote this, you know, to make sure that it's like, you know, a friend or something. So like, you know, we don't insult friends or something on the radio. And I opened it up and I thought, holy damn, that's my co-host. <laughs> Dave, you wrote the article. So I've got to ask you, um, like, isn't this what Canadian companies do? It, it is. The article was geared around, um, and, and for our listeners, obviously, you can go to um, searchenginestrategies.com, look up the, uh, you know, sign up, you can, you can get the, uh, the magazine delivered to you. Um, but the, the article was geared around having to make that question, and, and I tried to take a little bit of a look at, you know, what kind of business are you running? Are you, you know, for, for a business like mine, um, yes, it, it makes perfect sense to to expand it. Obviously, we focused headlong into into the American market and a little bit into the UK market, um, and and sort of you know as as we touched on earlier, Canadians or corporations are just a little bit slower for the most part. There's certainly some exceptions, but a little slower on the uptake there. Certainly, the larger ones. Um, but looking at some of you know, I tried to get into the nitty gritty of what are you actually doing with your with your business. If you're you know selling widgets that you're manufacturing, you may not even have the capacity to rank in the states. Head into the states, you're in higher competition. If your capacity isn't that high, do you really need access to 300 million, or are you just asking for a disaster because you're going to have to work harder to get your rankings in the American market? Um, and then if your capacity isn't there, you've just lost a bunch you know, in, in moving there. So I tried to kind of cover those things. And, you know, if you're ranking in Canada, the risks associated with moving, you know, you may lose your Canadian rankings to chase after your, your rankings in the States. And 
uh, well, and, you stuff know, like that. I just, do think he gave some great tips in here, hosting, the, the, the way to use keywords, um, how to, you know, how to establish your domain and a little bit on site, site architecture. There was, there was some really good tips in here. I think it was belied by the headline, though. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. But at the same time, you know, it, it got its point because you read the headline and it, 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 got, your, it got your attention. It did. Uh, and, and so you proceeded forward. Of course, you proceeded forward going, what is this idiot saying? <laughs> well, yeah, but sorry, I'm afraid so, yes. <laughs> and as it turns out, the idiot's actually quite a smart guy. And you know what? I've edited your material before. I know that you actually write quite – this was edited. You write longer articles than this. I do, yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious the stuff that was taken out. Um, you know, they did, they did a great job of out. keeping in all the main points. They just took out – you know, as I do on the radio, I tend to sometimes – go off on slight little tangents, and they sort of chopped down those tangents, but kept the, the, the main beef of what I was trying to get across uh, yeah. intact. So I, I was quite pleased with the editing over there. They, they did a great job. Well, you know, most importantly, 36 million, 360 million consumers. 36 million consumers, 360 million consumers. Do the math. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, working in the American market is a lot of fun. It's often confusing. It's often chaotic. And, yeah, the competition is way higher. You have to be very, very good. But it's a great deal of fun. Indeed. And, I mean, you know, it takes a little while. I'm sure you remember, too, when you first are starting to work into, into the American market, you have to kind of tweak your brain a little bit and go, right, color doesn't have a U. It's a Z, not a Z. Um, but you know, after a while, I mean, heck, my my eldest got uh, in a little bit of trouble at school because I <laughs> because I call it a Z every time, and now so does he. Um, so yeah, it takes a little bit to to acclimatize your brain for uh, for for the very very subtle differences between the two markets. But um, yeah, once you do, it's it's a you know very very similar, except tend to be a, a more active, uh, aggressive business mind south of the border that personally I appreciate. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to be on top of a lot of stuff down there, um, especially if, again, you're, you're marketing from Canada. There's taxation issues. There's, uh, there's shipping issues. There's, uh, as you were saying in your article, there's capacity issues. Um, and you know what? I think a lot of that was covered at FTS Toronto. Um, people, people were talking about the difference between markets. And as I said earlier in our, in our interest, in, intro to the show, we will have two of the interviews that I, I conducted in FTS Toronto, which um, incidentally are on in rotation on, on Webmaster Radio now. But we're going to be speaking with Amanda Watlington and Jeff Cuerca, and that's towards the end of the show. But, you know, on our way to the end of the show, Dave, we have to take a couple of breaks because they've got to pay for all this, right? Um, <laughs> so, and I think we're going to be doing one of those right about now. So, this is uh, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. This is Jim Hedger from WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm on Thursday, June the 11th. Stay tuned after these messages. We're coming up with more great content. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. If yes, you'll pay me. No hit ands or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the click in the cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. 
performance base. Listen to what I'm telling you, cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need indeed. You can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking, don't get it cracking. Even from a split state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. 866 XY7 page. It's toll free, tell me what you waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Affiliate Convention 2009 Denver, Thursday and Friday, June 18th and 19th. Free for all affiliates and all the information you need to know to grow your business. For more information about registration and sponsorship, visit www.affiliateconvention.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio and Dave Davies from Beatstock SEO. And, you know, we have a different producer sitting in the studio today. Normally, it's, jo- it's, it's Mr. Johnny Brasco who, uh, who produces the show. Today, we have Lewis in the studio. And... Uh, Lewis, you know what? I love the way you're cutting out the intro music because um, I, I never – Brasco plays it on and on and on, and I never know when to come in. And, you know, our intro music just like, boom, it's off. So something you've got to beat at. Uh, it's, radio show hosts are easy. We're total idiots. You just got to tell us exactly what to do and when to say it, and we're good at that. But uh, when we have to make it up ourselves, it gets a little bit, uh, you know, crunchy. Yeah, crunchy. Anyway, speaking of crunchy – for us at Webmaster Radio, <laughs> for us at Webmaster Radio, it's uh, it's crunch time, Dave. What's up? Next I, week, I, you know what I know, but let me hear your take on it. I assume you're talking about the much anticipated affiliate convention. Oh my God! Well, you know, affiliate convention is coming up in Denver, starting next Wednesday. So the 17th of June, running through till Saturday, the 20th, Webmaster Radio has taken a lead role in organizing affiliate conventions. So much to such a lead role, in fact, that um, I'm in charge of the speakers and the agenda. Um, I guess making me a de facto conference chair, which is you know kind of cool. Um, and there's so much one has to do to get a conference together. There's, uh, I mean, every little detail, but, uh, you know, when you're at shows, you get 
you just get used to having things done for you, done around you. You uh, you need you need stuff. It always seems to appear for you magically. Well, now we're responsible for making this stuff happen, and the team has been pulling double duty, working absurd hours. We're on the phone like seriously, eighteen hours a day. Um, I'm pretty sure that that Darren and Brandy have. Um, have, have have gone gray by now, except of course Darren. He's, he's probably gone bald by now. Unfortunately, I'm not down there to to see him and tease him about it. But um, it's been enormously hard work, but it's also been worth it. Affiliate convention is coming together, and it's coming together so well. Um, now I can't uh, I can't speak to a lot of the other parts of the convention. As I said, there's so much stuff to keep track of. But I can speak to the speakers list and to the agenda. And I'm really proud of the agenda that we've, we've managed to get together. Starting off, 9.30 in the morning on Thursday with a keynote speech on the future of affiliate marketing, touching on the Amazon tax, uh, the size of the affiliate marketing space, and um, well, his wish for full and unfettered transparency in the affiliate market. We have the legendary Chris Jones, uh, founder and CEO of Pepper Jam, you know, and it's it's good it's good having Chris doing our doing our inaugural keynote address. Chris has yep. done so much for the industry over the years. He's been such a such a luminary, and uh, he's 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 just a good, charitable, open, community-minded fellow. And I'm really pleased that uh, that he's he's our first keynoter. Um, we have names like Heather Paulson. Jeremy Shoemaker, Shoe Money, uh, Shai Fritz, Dave Zatella, Hamlet Batista, uh, Janine Crooks, R.C. Jansen, Anita Edge, Rosalind Gardner, um, Dennis Yu, Dan Boberg from Yahoo, Mark Brooks, who is a, another conference organizer on the iDate circuit, uh, of course, Jillian Musay from Ethio Moz, Tim Ash, I'm, I'm just going down the list here. The indomitable Cindy Crumb, uh, Gary Ackerman, uh, Jamie Burt, Steve Schaefer. I mean, if, if you're involved in the affiliate marketing community, these are big names. Um, and that's just the first day. That's just half the people on the first day. Uh, we have some of the some of the biggest affiliate companies and affiliate marketers uh, coming down to the show. We got the Click Booth, uh, Paulson Management Group. Partner Centric, Media Trust, uh, some of the great up and comers like Blitz Local, uh, Media Breakaway, Unique Leads, um, that, that that excellent up and comer Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Cotton, senior sales manager from Yahoo, who's going to be speaking at the show. We have a black hat versus white hat session. Could you believe there might be some black hat in the affiliate marketing world? Really. Um, you know, we have Scott Pope, Dave Schneider, Frank Watson on the Black Hat and uh, uh, White Hat panel. Now, Dave? i got to jump in here and give a big congratulations uh, for actually holding that. That I, I know that in, in some uh, conferences that has, has been a risky-ish thing to do, but I think it is a session that needs to be out there just because, you know, you're not pro-Black Hat just because you're covering the issue you can't. Put your head in the sand and, and ignore the fact that it's there, and there's a lot of great innovation that happens inside the Black Hat community. 
Uh, and, and if anything, that is the, the session I think I will regret that I am not at that conference uh, to see most of all. Well, you know, assuming this, that whales don't fall from the sky on uh, Sunday, on the 13th, um, we will be having uh, much of the conference being twitcasted of sorts. So there's going to be some live blogging going on. There's going to be some live tweeting going on. And each of the conference sessions will be open to questions, not only from the audience, but also from the, from the greater community. Have a question you want to answer about affiliate marketing, and you know, look at our schedule. You and the panels are happening. Even if you're not in Denver, tweet the question. We're going to try to get some answered, and we're going to try to bring the answers, you know, back across Webmaster Radio, back across our blog, back across the for the sphere, and you know, Webmaster Radio traditionally for the for the last five and a half years, this station and this network has stood for bringing free information to the webmaster community, for getting as, as much, for building unity, for building knowledge, and most importantly, for building the business capacity of our leaders, our sponsors, and our friends, our supporters. And that's what affiliate convention is all about. And which is why, you know, um, people, and maybe they're right, people have told us we got to be crazy to be doing a conference and giving free admittance to people. If you're a working affiliate, if you're one of the people who are there in the trenches making websites every day, checking your stats, checking your, checking your, 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 your offers and such, if you're one of the hard workers in the field, you can get in free. That's really important to us. Now, you know, as, as I wrote in the Webmaster Radio blog today, everything has to have a cutoff point. And unfortunately, the free registration cutoff point is end of business day tomorrow. Friday the 12th. I think the 12th. It's the 12th tomorrow, right? That sounds right to me. <laughs> okay, good. So tomorrow, Friday the 12th, end of business day. I'm afraid that's our cutoff point for free registration. But, you know, we've given people like six months to register for free. You still have more than 24 hours to register for free. And if you're interested in being in the Denver area next week and going to what looks to be a going to be a great show, I have to be cautious, right, because I've been knocking on my head every time I say it's going to be a great show, you know, you knock on wood. Um, if you're in the Denver area, register now. Um, I was talking to, uh, to Brandy Shapiro-Babin, one, uh, one of the owners of Webmaster Radio and one of the, one of the, obviously one of the major organizers in uh, affiliate convention a couple of days ago, and she said we'd passed the 750 registration mark, Wow! which for a new conference is phenomenal. That is outstanding for a for a new conference, um, and I mean I, I think you can safely say, and I, I'm going to in your benefit, I'm going to do this knock on wood for you here. But I think it's really safe to say this is going to be an excellent. I mean, if nothing else, just the people you have listed off in the lineup. Let's forget about everybody else who's going to attend and all the networking you can do. Um, I mean, just with that lineup, it's worth paying to attend, and many people at different conferences would. Um, for the affiliates to have a chance to just have to pay, you know, whatever the travel costs are to get there, but to get in free um, and hear those speakers. I mean, I'm not affiliated with this with this convention, other than doing a show that happens to have one of the organizers on it and, and, to, and to be a personal friend with you. But um, I mean, I, I think it's a great opportunity for people to hear some of the the best minds in the industry uh, at at comparatively an incredibly low cost. 
Uh, well, yeah, so you know, I we, think it's going to be a fantastic convention. We chose Denver, Colorado for a good reason. Denver is the hub for most airlines. It is a hub uh, airport for most airlines in the United States. It's a gorgeous city. Um, there's a massive affiliate marketing community in Denver, in and around the Denver area, um, and a massive search marketing community in and around the Denver area. And for such a beautiful city, such a cool, cool city. And, and let me tell you something, Denver is one of those up-and-coming cities. You're going to hear a lot more about that town in the future. Um, it's good, it, Denver is going to become a conference hub, I, I predict, because um, their tourism board is just going gangbusters to attract, attract new business. And, you know, Denver is finding itself, I think. But it has some of the lowest room rates in the country. So we went out of our way to try to make this a show that is not going to hurt the pocketbooks of the people who come to, uh, who, who take the time to come out. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we, we're trying to go out of our way to make this as low cost a conference as possible. And it doesn't mean low budget, believe me. I've, I've seen the budgets. It doesn't mean low budget, but it does mean low cost. And uh, if this one goes well, not all indicators say it's going to go well, this is going to turn into a long-term series. And I'm, uh, I'm again, please, please, sponge that we're doing it. Please that we're able to bring this information to, uh, to the community, again, for free. Please to be able to build the unity in the community. Um, the last thing I want to mention about the affiliate convention, aside from the fact that you've got to beat it, is on Wednesday, if people can get in here, we're saying that the, the convention starts on, uh, on the Wednesday, but really, Wednesday is it's, a, it's about networking. Wednesday is about having fun, networking, networking, taking a good breather. We have a pre-event golf tournament, um, a charity benefit for the Performance Marketing Alliance, which is the organization that is sort of leading the fight, the legal fight, against internet taxation, against e-commerce taxation, and affiliate taxation. And if you're an affiliate marketer and you, you're looking down the barrel of 50 different states having 50 different tax regimes, and you know how it is with e-commerce, things are going left, right, and center across the state lines. Online taxation could destroy one of the brightest spots in the internet economy. Has to be fought against. We're really pleased to be um, to be able to hold this golf tournament at the fabulous Thorn Creek Golf Golf and Country Club in Denver, Colorado, and uh, all proceeds from this go to uh, to benefit the legal fight against against internet taxation. Wonderful, good cause. Okay, we should move along. Actually, um, we have a couple of interviews coming up. I understand they're eight minutes each, which means that's a 16 minutes total, which means, you know, I think we've got to start moseying ourselves towards another one of them commercial breaks. Before we do that, though, um, did, you, did you hear about Web 2.0? Oh. <laughs> did I hear about it? Web 2.0, did you hear about it? <laughs> No, well, we haven't heard about the you talk about, Jim. In the dictionary. Really? Well, yeah, Web 2.0 was named, and I, I don't know who counts this stuff, but Web 2.0 was named officially the one millionth word in the English language. Huh. During break, I'm going to suppress a lot of smart-ass comments about this. Oh, I'm, I'm suppressing a lot of smart asses right now. Yes, it's probably I'm jiggling in my seat with them. But we've got to go to break. 
So, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from WebmasterRadio.fm. You listen to Webtology on Webmaster Radio. It is Thursday, June the 11th, and stay tuned. We've got some interviews coming up from SES Toronto coming up after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Did you know? 99designs is the leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects need an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. RevenueWire.com and its member merchant, LavaSoft, makers of the world-renowned Adaware, present the LavaSoft Affiliate Contest. The LavaSoft Affiliate Contest goes from May 15th through August 15th. Make great commission and win up to $64,000 in cash prizes. Look for all the details on the LavaSoft Affiliate Contest by logging on to RevenueWire.com and look for the LavaSoft logo on the homepage. Win big with LavaSoft and RevenueWire.com. Affiliate Convention 2009 Denver, free for all affiliates and all the information you need to know to grow your business, June 18th and 19th. For more information about registration and sponsorship, visit www.affiliateconvention.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. You know, one of the really cool things about doing uh, online radio is um, while we're doing the show, we're instant messaging back and forth all the time, you know, shooting stories back and forth to each other, ideas, smart-ass comments and stuff like that. And uh, Dave, just as we went to break, um, you sent over to me a, uh, a quick instant message about DMODs. Why don't you, why don't you go ahead with that? Because I'm just going to say something snarky. Well, you know, and I don't know if passing it off to me is going to give anything less snarky, um, but AOL has on their blog, and, and it was last Friday, but of course our show is Thursday, so we, we missed it last last time. It is uh, a big happy birthday to DMOZ, um, that, in my opinion, defunct and virtually useless directory at this point. I mean no disrespect to the active editors who are actually doing things, but I'm sure all of our listeners... Are, are as frustrated as, as the rest of the search engine marketing community with DMOZ. But anyways, happy birthday to the people over there who are actually trying to work on this thing, uh, but a snicker to the rest as far as I'm because the entire thing is just kind of silly. Uh, you're, you're welcome to sound in with your thoughts if, if they're different. Well, you know, I just I, the only thought I have is it's kind of ironic but totally fitting that it takes us a little while to get around to wishing them a happy birthday. <laughs> but you know what there's some other birthdays that I don't want to and thank you for reminding me with DMOZ because I was just going to roll into those interviews and totally forget that today is the beautiful 
graceful, gracious, and absolutely brilliant Alex Burnett's birthday. Alex is the uh, well, she's the, the the chief search marketer for the New York for the uh, Wall Street Journal, and uh, um, well, and also just if, if if you've ever met Alex, one of the nicest, um, most open, and uh, one of the most interesting people. On the in, in search marketing. So, Alex, dear, happy birthday, hon. Tomorrow is Shana Albert, the nanny's birthday. And on Saturday, it's uh, Mr. Steve Blunkett. It's his birthday. So, Alex, Shana, or Sh- Alex, Shana, and Steve, happy birthday, friends. Um, speaking of interesting days, uh, Bing, 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 Bing. There, there, there goes one. Bing market share, Dave. You, you were you were saying that Mar- that Bing has uh, has been doing some neat stuff in the market share. They they have, and uh, you know we'll we'll whip through this because I know we got a couple great interviews for everybody. Once again, I do check more resources than this, but all the great links are are there right now that are that are worth noting. Go over to Web Pro News. They got a lot of information on Bing market share, um, but according to Stat Counter, and there's more stats in in the article on them. Um, right now, Google has decreased 0.74%. Yahoo has decreased 0.7%. Um, and Bing is up 1.6% um, in market share since the launch of, of Bing. Um, so, you know, just, just an interest. I'm just giving the, the core because we are fast running out of time here. That's just the, the fastest of the stats. There's some great ones over there. So head on over to, uh, to Web Pro News. Uh, there's also some interesting articles over at uh, Search Engine Watch on the exact same subject. Way cool, way cool. Okay, we're re- as Dave said, we're really running out of time quickly here because we want to bring a couple interviews to you that uh, were recorded uh, two days and three days ago, respectively, at uh, Search and Strategies Toronto. The first one is with Dr. Amanda Watkins. She was the moderator of the SEO Then and Now. What's the same? What's new session? And uh, Amanda's been in the search marketing game. Um, well. Uh, you know, I think longer than you and I have, Dave. Like, she's, she's one of the originals. So if anyone's going to be telling us about then and now, and then is a good one. We're going to follow that up with uh, an interview with Jeff Quip. But, uh, Lewis, do we, do, do we have Amanda's, uh, do we have Amanda's, Dr. Amanda Waddington's tape lined up? If so, I think we should just roll with it. This is Jim Hedger at Search Engine Strategies Toronto 2009. I'm sitting with Dr. Amanda Waddington, uh, owner of Searching for Profit. Amanda, you are all over Search Engine Strategies Toronto. You're moderating, you're speaking. How many sessions are you doing? And looking at it, I've got several today and several tomorrow. I'm doing them a session at a time, actually, when you look at it, because then you enjoy it more if you take them one at a time. So how are you getting by? Oh, just one session at a time, man. No, one no, session no, at a time. No, no, au contraire. I'm looking at it really. It's like staring at the whole at the whole table. You enjoy each piece of the of the pie that you're eating because there's a lot on it, and there's a lot of really really good sessions going on. And I just this morning was moderating uh, SEO then and now, which I think is fascinating because uh, a number of the panelists concurred that there's a lot that's changed, but there's a lot that stayed the same, and that it's really all about content and links, and that content really is king. That will dovetail nicely to one of the other sessions I'm, I'm moderating and actually going to speak in, which is a session on content. I don't know why there are not more sessions on content, 
because content is king and content is what search engines are looking for. And one of the other topics we covered this morning was video. We looked at how search is increasingly a visual medium, and particularly a visual medium as we see more and more streaming video and more and more video on even uh, mobile devices. So, and since I'm talking about video this afternoon and video SEO, all of the pieces fit together. And that's why I say, you know, if you look at each one separately, they're all incredibly interesting topics. Each one you can dive in and get real deep, real fast. And I think it's good. this is a really interesting show. Yeah, this is um, actually apparently this is the largest search engine strategy in Toronto. Um, the attendance figures are higher. The show floor looks a little bit larger than last year's did. Um, this isn't your first SES Toronto. How's the experience this year? The experience this year is that you know every show has its own texture, if you will. I love SES Toronto because it's it's not got the heavy bustle of New York, which I also enjoy, uh, or the sort of um, collegial environment that you see in London, or really the uh, all about search engines and the busyness of the Valley, which you see in San Jose. And it's not cold like Chicago. It's not oh Chicago. I love Chicago because I love the Windy City anyway. But it has its own its own life. It's good to see friendly faces. The uh, the show is always very friendly. It's very uh, you can talk to people. They don't ha- there's uh, they remember you, which is I think interesting. Uh, it's it's a very very enjoyable friendly warm environment. Even though last year we were in uh, the, the convention center and it was sort of like you rattled around. This year it's a little different. It's in it's in the Sheraton. It, as I say, they each have their own feel, and I look forward to every one because they are so different. Okay. Let's take a step back and look at the uh, first session that you did, um, the SEO then and now. As, as you said, the one take one major takeaway from that session was be it 1999 or 2009, it's still about content, it's still about links. Looking uh, at today and I guess a little bit into the future, what what constitutes content and is that different for users and for search spiders? Content is whether or not it's different for users and for search spiders. I believe that the user puts a query in the box for a reason. And if you think about what the user puts in that box, and your content addresses the user's query, their intent of what they want. Somebody who puts in a Motorola um, phone, they're looking for a Motorola phone. They're not looking for a Motorola television. They're looking for a phone. And we as search marketers have to understand how to marry the content and the keyword. I've spent years looking at keywords and and am fascinated, still to this day, 10 plus, almost 15 years later, looking at keywords and trying to understand what did the user want. Uh, One of the things, points they talked about was navigational, transactional, informational. You can look at it. That's one way to parse it. There's an, and the point that always interests me is that 20, they were quoted that 20 something percent of all uh, queries are first time queries. I think that speaks to us as search marketers that we have to have content that is what I call reactive. That is to say, we'll give an endless supply 
of material for new queries. And right now, that's uh, I'm going to present that this afternoon. Is One of the things I look at is how many different queries is my site coming up for? Because that will translate into traffic, particularly as we have to at some point, even though it's hard to... Uh, um, convince clients and others that rankings are no longer a reasonable measure. What are the new metrics? To me, the new metric is really how many queries are we active for? Now, I always found that stat, uh, 25% of all queries that go through Google are brand new. I always, I've always had a little trouble with that stat, given that we know Google flushes its cache or it flushes its, its, its database um, every three months now or every six months? I'm not sure. Uh, you know, that's what they say. So what is, what is when it's new to Google, does that mean it's new every quarter year or it's never, Google's never experienced it? I have it never seen exactly, and since I'm not living on the inside of, 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 that org, of that organization, I can't tell you what that means, whether or not they uh, maintain a giant database of query is disembodied from everything else. I can't tell you that. But uh, I do know that from my own experience that I've always looked at the results very, very deep, uh, and particularly on large traffic sites, because as you get out into the onesie twosies, the queries become increasingly uh, interesting. That is to say they're they're contorted in lots of different ways. And the, and the keywords will be, you can obviously see that the person is really uh, struggling with what they're looking for and struggling with how to find it. And heavens, if you provide them an exact answer to that struggle, you've really, they're going to they're gonna come to your page and they're going to they're gonna feel like they've hit pay dirt. Dr. Dr. Wannington, I just asked this of a Canadian search marketer, so I'm going to ask the same question of an American search marketer. Do you see any major differences between the Canadian market and the American market? Smaller, smaller, in the fewer, fewer um, sites, less, less volume. But I, since there's that option, for instance, with Google to search for all the web or just constrained for Canadian sites, um, there's less local that has been integrated. Um, beyond that, uh, I don't see very many differences. And it's really how much they've integrated of the newest, the quote, newest stuff, which is really the, the local and the personalized. Dr. Amanda Wannington, owner of Searching for Profit, thank you so much for spending time with us again on Webmaster Radio. Thank you, Jim. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Okay, that was one interview that we did with Dr. Amanda Wannington. Um, we followed that up really quickly with another co-panelist uh, from, the, from the Search Then and Now panel, Jeff Quip, uh, owner of the Canadian Toronto-based company Search Engine People. So here's the interview with Jeff. Hey, we're in Nathan Phillips Square, just outside of the Sheridan Hotel, a site of SES Toronto 2009. I'm sitting with Jeff Quip, founder and president of Search Engine People. Jeff, welcome back to Webmaster Radio. Thanks, Jim. Good to be here. So SES Toronto 09, it's been, it's been a weird two days. Really, really cold and kind of rainy yesterday. Uh, hot, muggy, and almost rainy today. We've been inside the whole time at the at the show. How's the show been for you? The show's been really good. I mean, SES Toronto is always a good event, uh, and we enjoy we always enjoy attending. You had you had two session panels. The first one was uh, yesterday morning, first session. Um, the then and now session, search engines and search optimization back then and now. The second one was uh, a session on copywriting. Which one? Uh, 
Well, which one was the most fun, and which one got the biggest audience? Uh, well, they're both fun for different reasons. Probably my passion is more about copywriting, um, just because I think there's so much that can be done with content, and content really is a foundation for SEO. Um, so that was probably my favorite session, but thinking about the past and how we've evolved over the years to become you know, the, the current state of the search industry, that's also a great session. Uh, so I had fun. I had a lot of fun in both, to be honest. You know, it's funny. It's one. One is almost a segue into the other. Part of uh, part of the session you did yesterday. Well, that was kind of weird. Um. I guess we're running out of time very quickly. We have a USA Radio News break coming up. And we also have uh, Affiliate Marketing Insider with Linda Woods coming up. And we're going to try to get you the interview with Jeff Quip on the next show. But if you go to the Search Engine Strategies link on the right-hand side of our webpage, you can probably hear the rest of that interview. Um, Lewis, I, 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 I'm not sure how much time I have left. A couple minutes? Six minutes. Okay. I'm going to fill up six minutes. Unfortunately, Dave is split. So I'm going to fill six minutes with my own notes. Okay. I can do that. I'm a professional. My mouth is full, too, because I was eating a sandwich while the interview was going on. Because, like, us radio show hosts, they never give us time to eat. There's always so much stuff to do. So, something I'd like to drop you to the down. A lot of fun and a very interesting debate that's happening in the search marketing world. And this was a correction. I have two minutes. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. <laughs> okay. Actually, we will. We're just, just going to touch on it. The debate that's happening between um, Michael Gray, the, the incredible writer Gray Wolf, and the equally incredible Lisa Barone. And, well, it was like, Lisa and and Michael versus Google. Both of them came out yesterday with articles suggesting that Google considers SEOs criminals, or at least it weighs SEOs on a different standard of behavior. Both articles are worth reading. Lisa's you can obviously find at the blog and outspoken media. And Michael's you can obviously find over at um, Wolf Howell, his blog. Both of them are worth checking out. I don't think we're going to take a position on this yet. Um, of course, Google you know, does look at SEOs and hold them to a different standard. And sometimes it's really not fair. At the same time, Google has its mission, and I can't imagine how the convolutions they go through trying to stay fair and on point with their mission given they're a private, well, publicly, a public for-profit company. And that's something that we often, often have to remember about Google. As wonderful and, and benevolent and extraordinary as, as they are, they are a private, for-profit company, and that, that's the bottom line, is the bottom line when it comes to Google. Um, kind of got a little bit caught by surprise. My mouth is still full, so I didn't have time to swallow yet. Hey, uh, this, was, this, this moment was made for radio. Friends, this is Jim Hedger on behalf of from WebmasterRadio.fm. I'm speaking on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. You've been listening to Webcology here on Webmaster Radio for the last 49 or 59 minutes. Coming up next, we have Affiliate Marketing Insider with Linda Wood, 
And well, after that, we have a full day of incredible programming here on webmasterradio.fm. Before I'm out of here, which will be in about 30 seconds, one last push, one last invitation, one last call out. Friends, if you're anywhere near Four Corners next week, make your way up to Denver. Come check out affiliate convention at the Denver, at the, the Colorado Convention Center, downtown Denver. If you sign up by tomorrow and you're a working affiliate, it's free. And it's, it's again, it's absolutely worth coming. Tomorrow, or I'm sorry, just following Webcology, Linda Woods is going to be talking about a new, pro, a new program that affiliates can use to monetize with Twitter. Now, that's something you don't hear every day, monetizing Twitter content. Tweet bucks. Anyway, I'm on my way out of here. I know we've got another bank of commercials to play before the uh, USA Radio Network. So this is Jim Hedger from WebmasterRadio.fm. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, you can listen to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm on Thursday, June the 11th. I hope to see you guys next week in Denver, Colorado. And until then, have a great week. <laughs>